0: of the living geeks. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 121 of Tornado Tag Radio here on the Night of the Living Geeks network. We are going to talk about the superstar shakeup on Raw and SmackDown. We're going to talk about 205 Live, NXT. We have way too many questions from facebook and we've got a couple of news and notes my name is john and joining me as always is the heath slater to my rhino marianne how's it going we
1: have we haven't done that one we probably have Thank you so much john pingle you are my finishing move
0: (laughs) yeah i am (laughs) good one marianne how are you
1: um i'm good if you guys can't tell i'm recording via skype again I've been feeling very fantastic today and driving just not to not, not sound appealing to me. Also, it's windy as hell again today.
0: Yeah. Is it windy over there? It is. And it's very cold.
1: It's extremely windy. But um, yeah, I haven't. I just been watching wrestling literally all day.
0: That's great. Like
1: And yesterday, too. Excellent. Like, but I wrestling all day. And then when I was waiting for you, I was watching Total Divas. And it's a good episode. It just it's, came it's,
0: back, right? Huh? It just came back, right?
1: Yeah. And the episode was, it aired yesterday. It's very fucking funny. I love watching it on Hulu so I can fast forward through all of the boring shit. And when I say boring shit, I mean most of Ava Marie's stuff. But the episode that I'm watching, the newest one, is the one where Naomi uh, pitches her idea for the um, the glow-in-the-dark gear. Nice. And she has to prove to them that it's good enough.
0: That's dumb. Because she she
1: has like she has to get all the gear and think of the idea herself and then go and perform it, like practice it with the technical team and stuff and see Uh, if they like it.
0: Okay, I guess that makes sense.
1: Yeah. And then I guess uh Dean and Renee are on go to vacation in Tahoe and she's trying to be like fancy and romantic and stuff, and he's just being a straight pig and it's hilarious. Like she's going to, she's going to make him dinner and stuff. And she walks out to go ask him what she should make. And he had ordered a pizza and she's like, what the fuck are you doing? And he has like, he had gotten beer and ordered a pizza. And she was like, this is not what I wanted. Well. (laughs) And he was like, we're going to a fancy dinner tomorrow night. And she's like, I'm sick of always doing like what he wants to do all the time. And so she takes him to get fit for like a suit and like at this like shop or whatever. And, and he's not, he's wearing a pullover sweatshirt, but he's not wearing a shirt underneath it. So they were like, yeah. And so he has to pull off his whole sweatshirt just to get this button up shirt. And he's in the middle of the store and all these people are staring and this saleswoman's like, it's fine, but he's not wearing a shirt underneath his sweatshirt. And Renee is like, what is going on? It's like she's dragging around a stray animal with her everywhere, and he's, like, sitting on the couch just, like, with his sunglasses. He looks hungover all the time.
0: That sounds about right.
1: Yeah, and she's trying to talk to him about her plans for the fancy dinner, and he's got his chewed gum hanging out of his mouth, and then he pretends to fall asleep on her and starts snoring. Oh, my God. And she was like, you are such a jerk, and I'm like, oh, my God. Wow! Speaking of which, congratulations to the two of them. I guess they got married on Sunday.
0: Yeah, apparently so.
1: <laughs> yeah, which is freaking finally. I'm so happy.
0: Yes, good I'm for so them. Happy
1: about that, I love how Kevin Owens hella tried to throw her under the bus on Talking Smack too. But yeah.
0: Oh, did you end up watching Talking Smack? I really wanted to watch it.
1: I did not end up watching Talking Smack, but I did see the clip where he's like, oh, no, I'm going to talk about it. And Shane was like, can we not? <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> <laughs> That's great.
1: He was like, you know what I'm talking about, right? And he was like, well, you guys can't avoid it if I bring it up, so I'm going to bring it up. And she was like, you mean bring up the fact that it's awesome and, con- and, and congratulations on being on SmackDown? And she's trying to hella swerve it, and she like hides her hand under the table, and he oh keeps trying God. to – he tried to throw her under the bus. Dolph tried to throw her under the bus. Like, it's just –
0: That's amazing.
1: It was great. But anyways, Monday Night Raw was a thing.
0: Monday Night Raw. So here we go. The superstar shakeup that we were wondering what was going to happen with it. Like I was confused and I'm I'm still kind of confused as to how this. Yeah, because it's not
1: just a one thing process. It's going to take them forever to do it apparently. And I'm like, what? It's just going to end up where the the Raw roster is SmackDown roster and the other way around.
0: God, I hope not. That would be so terrible. So we open up the show and we hear John Cena's music and we think, "Oh, John Cena is now on Monday Night Raw." But it's if you're even You idiot, you thought that? It's even better than that because it was actually The Miz and Maurice.
1: Whose impressions of Cena and Nikki get better and better?
0: They do. They each week they improve on the impressions. They're so she good. She
1: talks just like Nikki.
0: Yes, she does.
1: It's so funny. Like it's so funny. Did you notice when it like at the beginning when it was showed Corey and Michael and Byron? Byron's wearing a tie that is like the center of a basketball court.
0: No, I actually didn't notice that.
1: I saw it and I went, You fucking nerd
0: So, you know, they cut this big promo. We're here on Monday Night Raw. and cena Robo-Cena. And then we get... so. Uh, and uh, I was watching this with Kyle, and he turns to me and says, so just anyone who shows up on Raw now is on Raw? Is that how this works? And I was like, I guess so. So uh, speaking of showing up, the intercontinental champion, Dean Ambrose, the newly married, as we just talked about, interrupts finally. John Cena and... <laughs> maurice and uh, he confuses them for john cena and nikki bella and we have a a little segment thing and dean ends up dirty deeds in the miz at the end it
1: was great it was great because he put a lot of emphasis on we're the it couple when dean and renee were voted the it couple of the year (laughs) but um my favorite thing is later at the – when you you mentioned Kyle just saying so anybody who just shows up is suddenly on Raw. Corey later that night said, can we just clarify that Ambrose is even supposed to be here? Like he could have just shown up.
0: Yeah, very true.
1: <laughs> and I was like, you know what? He would have. Yeah, He'll he totally would He'll be on shows have. just because he fucking wants to. <laughs>
0: So we had The New Day taking on The Revival, and this is where we found out that Kofi needed to actually have, like, ankle surgery, legit ankle surgery, but, I mean, in the world of wrestling, we are blaming The Revival for the injury.
1: I will say that Hulu edited out everything up until Seth Rollins. So you have to take it from here.
0: Up until Seth Rollins. Holy crap. So it cut out
1: New Day. It cut out the Neville interview. It cut out Kurt Hawkins getting murdered by Big Show. It cut yeah. out Aries and T.J. Perkins.
0: Well, you just saved me a lot of time, actually. Oh, sweet. <sighs> That's basically everything that happened. Kurt ha- Hawkins is now on Monday Night Raw. And I want to say that I may have... Um... I'm gonna mention it now just because I didn't write it down in my notes uh the drifter showed up on Monday night Raw, much to the chagrin of one Corey Corey lost
1: his he went fucking mental that he, doesn't happen until later though
0: yeah he was very very sad
1: well it does that doesn't happen until
0: is that the six man tag? yes, that's when yeah, that happened
1: um where is it oh yeah, yeah. No one in the ring even cared when he did. Yeah, that's the the Shining Stars and the Hardys and stuff. It's that magic. Yes, Corey was okay. fucking livid. He was so mad. He was so mad.
0: <laughs> All right, so coming back around, we had the uh, Seth Rollins coming out, and basically it almost was like, a, well, I'm not going to be here anymore for sure. And Kurt Angle comes out, and he's like, no, nah, man, you're going to be here because we want to reunite the Shield at some point. Yeah, uh, that's exactly
1: what I wrote down. I just realized... That The Shield is all on the same show now. But I'm totally down for face, Seth. I really like that promo. Yeah. Except for fix that Rogue One hair that was on your forehead. We don't live in a barn, Seth. I, Anyways.
0: I still have not <laughs> seen Rogue One.
1: John Pingle. <laughs> I've <laughs> seen it. But um, I kind of want that Kingslayer shirt.
0: That Kingslayer shirt is badass. Oh, and speaking really of like shirts, it. I am currently wearing my... From Roman Ashes to Empire, Roman Reigns t-shirt. Fuck yes. And I look great in it. Dude, the, the
1: thank you Seth chance for putting Steph through a table. Oh my God. And when he was describing when Stephanie will inevitably inevitably get better, he was like, I know, I know, trust me, I know, with how ridiculous she is. Yes. And then he said, well, my choices would be like dealing with Shane instead of Stephanie. And I was like, how dare you slander the good name of Dad Shane? He should have said working with Shane because, let's face it, Shane's way of running things is way more democratic.
0: It is, but he he just is – he does not like any McMahons, so he doesn't trust any of them.
1: Which is is understandable. And then he he said, "Um, I took the easy way out last time, and I'm not going to do that again. And I was like, oh, Brave Seth is brave. His Draco Malfoy phase is over. (laughs) But then, yeah, um, Kurt Angle comes out and he says for the second time on the show so far, I'm not here to play politics. Clearly you are. You're yeah. dressed for the part.
0: Yes. So. Oh, that that was the other thing. I believe we had like a uh, at the beginning of the show, we had a another Sami Zayn, um, Kurt Angle segment where he was like, so what's going on? Am I going to go to SmackDown or can you tell me?
1: And then Miz comes out, and uh, Sammy s- talks to to Maurice, and he says he says her name, "Hello, French."
0: Yes, <laughs> and it made
1: my heart all tingly.
0: <laughs> and uh, after Angle leaves the ring, a wild Samoa Joe appears and attacks Seth Rollins. Angle He's known to do that. Angle uh, interjects himself somehow, kind of, and kind of splits them up. And there we have it. We then had. Yes, stuff stuff happened. We had a uh, Charlotte Flair versus Nia Jax match, which was, I mean, it was a match, and I was honestly super surprised to see Nia Jax go over, but uh, not Dude, as Nia surprised Jax, the next night. She what? I was not as surprised the next night, which we yeah. will get to.
1: We we thought saw that coming, but Nia Jax is like, I had posted on Twitter earlier. She's like seriously committing to that nineteen like eighty six like bangles walk like an egyptian music video have you seen that music video (laughs) no
0: i don't think i have
1: there's a part right before she says walk like an egyptian where she's facing the camera but she won't look into the camera so she keeps looking from side to side and i'm like oh nia Jax, i see you girl
0: (laughs) i know you're pulling
1: a Susanna hoffs with that no eye contact thing but that match Remember when Charlotte looked strong all the time and now she doesn't?
0: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, we'll, we'll see how well, – I mean, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to it.
1: I, I feel like they're taking people from Raw who kind of are slowing down to a dead-end kind of storyline and sending them to SmackDown.
0: Which is fine. That's what the, yeah. the shakeup is all about.
1: Yeah, but then I feel like Raw is super stacked now, and SmackDown is the place where they send people to get fixed to go back up to Raw. Am I just imagining that?
0: Yeah, I mean, we we'll discuss that a little later. Okay, because we have the questions, and we'll talk. We can we can discuss that at length.
1: So the Finn Balor and Jinder Mahal match.
0: Yes. Oh my goodness. So Jinder is a a bit of a shooter, huh? He stiffed... Way to
1: go in a match that ran longer than 30 seconds.
0: He stiffed the fuck out of Finn Balor. He gave him a concussion. Uh, and you could tell, like. Yeah. He fucked him up, like, legitimately. And then was immediately sent to SmackDown. <laughs> Fucking asshole. I almost wonder if that was they're like you got a concussion well guess what here's our rewrite go to smackdown
1: yeah you got a concussion go to smackdown but then what happened kalisto got sent to raw and we got fucking Sin Cara.
0: yes that's true so who got who else got sent in there was like a, oh by the way these people got sent segment it was heath slater and rhino
1: got sent to raw uh
0: kalisto who i guess is he's on raw but in turn is also on 205 live now yeah. And uh, Apollo Cruz. Apollo Happy to be here, Apollo Cruz.
1: Um
0: and I think that was it, wasn't it? Yeah. In the in that little segment.
1: Yeah, I think that was it. And we but all, either Yeah.
0: We also forgot to mention that after the Finn Balor Jinder Mahal match, um Bray Wyatt makes an appearance and says oh, yeah. Raw's his new home. And Yay, Bray
1: Wyatt's on Raw. Says not me.
0: He's basically gonna fight finn balor and i'm, I'm okay kind of down with that
1: i kind of don't care about bray but we know that
0: i'm kind of sad that he got moved to raw because now i feel like he's just gonna get buried into the fold yeah okay so we had uh sammy Zayn taking on the miz in a pretty good match
1: yeah it was really good could you imagine Sami Zayn in a bounce house though no like backflips everywhere like he does those seated Backflips off the top rope.
0: I mean, I would be, I would be fine with uh watching him in a bounce out. That'd house. be
1: hella fun. And then Miz started with the Olay chant, oh and then goodness. everyone got in. <laughs> oh, Miz!
0: Fun match. Fun, a fun match.
1: Miz, Miz does nice things for wherever he is. But let's, so.
0: can we please talk about the greatest part of Raw, which was the sit down interview. Between Michael Cole and Roman Reigns, the big dog, the greatest wrestler on the planet.
1: Purely based on the setting for that interview, I could tell something was going to happen.
0: It was the greatest thing ever. It was extremely long. Yes. but It was like 20 minutes long. But it was so good. It was so good. I loved every moment of it. So, Roman is being interviewed by Michael Cole. I don't even think they get through the first question. Probably not. Braun Strowman comes out of nowhere and just heaves Roman Reigns over this table and, like, through another table. It was like the. He just beats the ever loving shit out of him.
1: Did you see that fan that started that petition to to get him fired because of that fucking mark?
0: That's great. I love it.
1: She was like fire it because he almost hurt roman and he was like no i'll do whatever i want and i was like this person needs to be told that this isn't real
0: wow my goodness so he uh Braun beats the crap out of him and uh, they start loading him up i think he gives him the power slam onto like a one of those metal coffin crate things yeah and it was funny after he gave it to him the cart kind of rolled a little bit
1: yeah of course
0: and we get all of the emts they start loading roman up on this gurney and braun comes back and starts like beating the shit out of him and then proceeds to roll him off of the loading dock like
1: <laughs> Thelma and louise
0: yes <laughs> he rolls him off the loading dock and he fought fla- like the gurney flies and it lands like face down. So Romans all fucked up. And then they go back down and they try to load him back on the thing. And then they load him into this uh, ambulance. And then Braun comes back. He's like, I'm not done with you yet. And he starts beating the shit out of him again. That was
1: such a terrible impression.
0: I don't care. And I
1: started hearing myself talk again. And I said, "impression" instead. Cause I was like, so freaked out by my own voice.
0: Wow. My God. <laughs> So, Braun then, he gets out of the ambulance, closes the back door, and then proceeds to Incredible Hulk lift the ambulance and turn it on its side. And that's the end of the segment. We then find out a little later that Roman Reigns is severely fucked. Like, he is a broken person in many ways.
1: He comes back as Matt Hardy.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) Broken brilliance
1: believe that
0: (laughs) believe that oh my god that would be amazing
1: oh my god that would be so funny but the people that were chanting you deserve it really grow the fuck up
0: that's so messed up (laughs) you deserve it that's so ridiculous but funny um (laughs) We then move on to a six-man, or I'm sorry, nope, there are eight people, so an eight-man tag team match between Gallows, (laughs) Anderson, Primo, and Epico, Cesaro, Sheamus, and the WWE Raw Tag Team Champions, the Hardy Boys.
1: Dude, they cut Sheamus Zaro's entrance. They did. I was so pissed because he was Kilt Zaro again.
0: He was indeed. I I believe going forward, he will just be Kilt Zaro. Kilt
1: (laughs) Zaro. I was so upset.
0: Uh, Match was fine. Cesaro, Sheamus, Dude. and the Hardys win.
1: Yeah, but then fucking Elias Sampson showed up for no reason. That's the most bizarre thing.
0: Yes. So it's like, Why? is he on Raw now, or what? What is it? I mean, he did. He no longer works at NXT because he has. He had to leave. So he has, he's loitering. He's just loitering. Yeah, that's basically that is what he's so doing. So ridiculous. There was a uh, Emma Dana Brooks segment where Emma was like, "Come on, Dana, you're my fucking." protege let's go and dana Dana
1: tells her that she's not anyone's bitch anymore basically yeah, dana yeah because emma tries to take credit for all of her success i guess and emma was she was like no when you were off having your like identity crisis thing I was getting better and I'm whole, trying really yeah. hard to get better. I'm not, I was like, I'm not very good still, but I'm trying really hard. And I was like, good Anya And she's like, and everyone else has improved too. So a lot of stuff has happened since you were gone. So no, no, means, that kind of thing.
0: No means no, Emma.
1: Honestly, it shows she has gotten a lot better, like so much better.
0: Then we had Bailey coming out and being like, Hey, I'm Bailey. I'm happy and stuff. And then Sasha came out.
1: No, Sasha was out. Oh, first. that's
0: right. Sasha came out to introduce Bailey.
1: That was so weird.
0: Yes. And then Bailey was like, hey, I'm Bailey. I like hugs. And then Sasha was like, do you know what I like is title shots? I would like a title shot. And then the greatest thing of all time happened when Alexa Bliss. You just made the list. Walked out onto Monday Night Raw. And John for three seconds said, this is the confirmed A show now. No. I would also like to, um, if we if we could. Um, I would like to, to have a moment of silence for um your favorite and mine, Sparkle Wolf. If we could just have a moment of silence, please. I can't believe you actually stayed silent. Oh, if only that's hilarious! You could see my face. I know because you probably making a face. I'm I. so I. Mad. I'm glaring holes into the
1: paper in front of me.
0: R.I.P. Sparkle Wolf. Forever and in I, our hearts.
1: I, you just gave me a headache. I'm so pissed off.
0: Wow. <laughs> so Alexa comes out, and apparently, I didn't know about this. I haven't really looked into it. There is some uh, beef between Sasha and Ms. Bliss, and that's apparently like a real thing. I don't know. Wait, what? Apparently, it's like a real thing. Like, it's not like a like a thing it's a real wow. thing, I guess. Sure. I don't know. It it, it. it. I think it's a shoot. Oh no! So pretty excited. Alexa comes out and she's like, uh, "Can we just get on with this?" I'm. She's like, "I'm kind of done with this." And then Mickey James comes out and Mickey James is like, "Hey, I'm on Raw 2. Isn't that great?" And she comes down to the ring and then Naya attacks her from behind. And the best part of all was Alexa just pointing and laughing at her. Yeah. Oh, that was great. That was good stuff. And then Naya gets into the ring. I believe Mickey. Nope. Alexa pushes Sasha into Naya and Naya Jax proceeds to destroy Bailey and Sasha. And then uh, we got some weird kind of like interaction between Naya and Alexa. Like, all right, I'm not going to attack you thing. And then she just left.
1: Side note real fast. I just got a message on Twitter from Keith that just said, you need to look at Mojo Raleigh's Snapchat. His story is just him struggling to get out of a foam pit. Wonderful. That's the greatest thing. Ex- but yeah, exquisite. Nia Jax.
0: <laughs> So there you go. You get your shake up with the, with the women's division on Raw. And I think it's a good thing. I think that's pre- they have a pretty solid women's division now.
1: Yeah, and then Bailey has to defend her title at Payback, huh? In San Jose.
0: In good old San Jose. Oh no! Main event: Kevin Owens taking on Dean Ambrose. Uh, match was pretty good. Do you have any thoughts?
1: Um, just that actually, you know what? I'm looking at the wrong paper. Oh yeah, there was that was when Corey had said, "Can we clarify that he's even supposed to be on there?" Um, yes, but. That clothesline with Owen sitting on the top rope was fucking brutal.
0: Yes, it was.
1: It was so brutal. I was like, oh, finally, I change up with the same move you use all the time.
0: Yes. I love you, Ooh. Dean.
1: Dean Dean is great. Dean contributes to A Show Factor.
0: A Show Factor. So that was um, that was Monday Night Raw.
1: You forgot to mention that Jericho came out.
0: Jericho came out at the end and he did some stuff.
1: A code breaker.
0: He did a code breaker and everyone. I'm going to say
1: it like dude buster from now on.
0: You almost say it like a chicken dippers. Have you ever seen <laughs> have you ever seen uh Ali G in the house? No. I'll send you the scene. Uh, you'll you'll appreciate the scene. Oh, chicken no. dippers. I'll put it in the show notes as well.
1: Yes.
0: It's so good.
1: Smackdown Live was a thing in Boston. Smackdown
0: Live. So we, I, I don't know about you, but on my, cause I was, I thought we were going to get trades. So it'd be like we would find out at least who is going to show up on Smackdown on Raw. We didn't get any of that. So it's basically. It
1: was different because there was people that. You thought if, if you figured halfway through Raw that that's how it was working, you figured that all the people that you had seen on Raw were not going to show up on SmackDown, which was 100% not the case.
0: Yeah, it, it, was, it was very odd. And the other thing was in between the end of Monday Night Raw and the beginning of SmackDown Live, we were informed that Byron Saxon was going to SmackDown and David Otunga was going to Raw. So I will tell you right now, Raw, oh, boy. Just that alone makes it the B show.
1: Yeah, I I think I mentioned it. Well, I get the feeling that I'll like Byron a whole lot more on SmackDown. And I think it might be that Tom Phillips has a lot more personality than Michael Cole does. Yes. Like not nearly as much as Morrow, but still. Like yeah. I think the issue with Byron might be that he needs a better balance of personalities on his on the commentary team. Like I could see him and Morrow really getting along, like being able to play off each other really well.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But Tom Phillips is definitely a step up from Michael Cole,
0: who I Agreed. feel is kind
1: of robotic. And Tom Phillips does is has a personality. But uh, SmackDown opens with Kevin Owens coming out, and I knew that Kevin Owens was going to SmackDown the second I saw Dean on Raw.
0: Yeah, I mean, you you figure they would kind of have to balance out the titles a little bit because you can't have all those titles on Monday Night Raw, exactly no title so we we all kind of figured well i believe he's gonna be going to to smackdown and we which oh, is
1: funny because in that interview and in, uh with uh charlie he said dean ambrose needs to know his place on this roster and i was like well that's funny because you get booted to smackdown he gets the next day
0: i'm sorry he doesn't get booted to smackdown he gets, he gets promoted upgraded. to smackdown yes Excellent. As he did say to us, he did say SmackDown Live has gotten an upgrade. This is the new Kevin Owens show. I am the face of America.
1: He looked so bummed to be there, though. (laughs)
0: He did. He shaved.
1: Yeah. I love how he addressed the fact that he's Canadian and that we're lucky that he's holding the U.S. title. Because I feel like we said something along those lines a few weeks back. Yes. And my favorite thing was that there was more people laughing at the fact that he said that than there were people chanting USA. Did you notice that? Yeah. That was so funny. Like, if that doesn't show you the mental and emotional state of this country, I don't know what else does.
0: So, like, so Kevin was Owens. was so funny. Yeah, it was, it was very funny. Kevin Owens says, well, he he doesn't say this, but he basically gives the John Cena, if you want some, come get some. And who should answer the call but a man that knows that Kevin Owens does indeed enjoy a big breakfast, big banter. I have banter.
1: never been so disappointed in my life.
0: Big banter Corbin comes out and says, shut up, Kevin, you're dumb. I hate you and I'm going to fight you. I have God
1: Mike skills. He's already, uh, he is our answer back for America. Like, really now?
0: Hell yeah. America I've never is been breakfast. i so disappointed breakfast they
1: said it all though
0: is, is america. america
1: i wanted him to be like who the fuck are you
0: he probably would have said that but unfortunately for him he heard some very familiar music and one sammy Zayn, has joined the fray on smackdown live and i could not be any happier
1: That's who I thought was going to come out. And then Baron Corbin came out and I like legit wanted to slam my face into a wall. I was so pissed. Oh, man. But Baron Corbin talks about like, well, uh, I chased Gene Ambrose to to raw and then this and this and this. And I was like, okay, math of Baron Corbin is worse than regular math. It's like the worst kind of math. But Sami Zayn said exactly what all of us have been thinking. He said it best. Sami Zayn is finally on Smackdown Live finally yes because that's where he should have been all along
0: finally on smackdown live very very excited and aj styles comes out and Dude. these one two three four men stand in the ring and i said my god this is the confirmed a show forever
1: i said what my favorite thing is baron corbin continuously being one-upped and pushed to the side by bigger personalities slash more memorable people like with careers that are th- Three, four times longer than his and my skills that would bury his, like bury his, get this pun, deep six under. I'm so proud of that pun. I, Silence.
0: God, I hope you are. I hope you're so proud.
1: <laughs> no, but I, 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 he, he kept like trying to make a point and look strong and all these other people just came out and just absolutely buried him and they barely had to do anything.
0: Yeah. What does that tell you? I don't know. I don't know what it tells me.
1: But then Daniel Bryan comes out and addresses exactly what I was wondering. Because, like, after, because at first, when we were talking about who we thought was going to get switched up, I immediately thought, well, since the match between Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho is happening at Payback, there's no way either of them are going to SmackDown. And then he ended up going to SmackDown. I was thinking, well, what's going to happen with that? And so, what Daniel Bryan addressed is that whoever they're going to do a triple threat match and whoever wins that is going to go against whoever wins that match at Payback. And whoever wins the match on Payback with the US title is the person that's going to be on SmackDown.
0: Yeah, so basically whatever deal SmackDown and Raw made was we want the United States title. We don't care who's holding it. Yeah. So that's the deal that apparently was made in the shakeup no matter we don't even we still don't know what the shakeup's all about honestly. Yeah. But whatever. I
1: feel like it's I um kind of dead end storylines. Yeah. And they're kind of trying to pardon my my language, shake things up to get more storylines by putting different people in different places, which I guess makes sense. But at the same time, you know, there's yeah. only so much you could do with the same group of people.
0: Indeed. And I'm glad yeah. they did this shake up it was very good. We had an Eric Rohn versus Randy Orton match. I didn't watch it.
1: Dude, Randy Orton in an interview confirmed that he always gets chipped out of good WrestleMania entrances.
0: Yeah, I saw that.
1: He was like, I always get fucked over. And he was like, the snake was so stupid. It was like a giant sperm. And I was like, and he shoots (laughs) like, yes. But Eric Rowan, what is up with that freaky mask?
0: I don't know. I don't understand it. And
1: and he's on SmackDown. What? He's like a parasitic. How is he even going to survive without Bray Wyatt? Like Eric Rowan might just be the least popular ginger person of all time. And Carrot Top is a ginger.
0: Damn. Heavy shot. Disagree with me. I'm not. Exactly. Heavy (laughs) shot. (laughs) Uh, That match uh, was a thing. (laughs) Yes, it was. And the next match, which was a fun match, was uh, American Alpha trying to regain the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championships against The Usos.
1: Whose entrance got completely skipped
0: already yeah. dropping the ball oh well i mean their music is great their entrance is yeah. great but i mean you know time permitting this match was fun we got to see a chad gable moonsault
1: it was the most beautiful moonsault of all time
0: it was very good moonsault it was yes.
1: beautiful i could have sworn at one point when he did that roll up that it was a three count too do you know what part i'm talking yes
0: about? and i thought the crowd thought it was a three as well i feel i could have
1: sworn it was a three count but then again i was still so dazed from the like the beauty that was that moonsault so yes.
0: just a fun match and at the end of the match we had the usos retaining and we also had primo and epico attacking the american alpha so the shining stars but they didn't i would like to point out they did not call them the shining stars mm-hmm. Hmm. are now on smackdown live
1: was it just me or did the usos not really get any heavy hits in in that match it was a fun match, but they didn't really get, like, a lot of it was just relied on, like, um, kind of half-assed heelish tactics. And I was like, okay, if you're going to do heel tactics, can we get a new Nasty Twin Magic? That would be hilarious.
0: That would be hilarious.
1: But anyways, thank God they won. I was going to be really upset if they didn't. Like, oh, I would yeah. be so upset. But yes, yeah, the Shining Stars, hard pass on that.
0: I don't, we'll, we'll talk about this a little later. We'll get to the questions and we'll talk about all the shaken up that we did. Yes. We had Mojo Rowley taking on, as we stated, the, the newest member of the SmackDown Live roster, Jinder Mahal. The Why
1: did you not press the button for Mojo Rowley? The button. You just made the list. If you could see the way I wrote Mojo Rowley on my notes, the O, the first O in Mojo is a giant heart. Um, and it's all in caps and outlined and colored. That's how I thought about that match.
0: So you're saying <laughs> it takes you a while to take notes is what you're telling me.
1: No, it didn't take me a long time at all.
0: Huh. My love is quick, mm. but
1: he is so adorable. I just want to hug him. He liked my tweet when I said, every time I see him, I just want to hug him and tell him how cute he is. But what were they chanting? The I... audience was chanting something and I couldn't tell what they were saying.
0: I don't know. I have no like, idea.
1: Mojo can land some really convincing punches though.
0: Yes, he can.
1: Like, he actually looked really great in this match. Like, really great. Especially that end. The end. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, he's he has improved greatly.
1: He freaking checked him so hard. Freaking Ginger Mahal is like, I'm going to make it the Taj Mahal of all jobbers.
0: You're just heavy <laughs> with the puns this week.
1: Dude, you have no idea. Like, honestly, I'm shocked Ginger Mahal is even verified on Twitter. Like, shocked.
0: My God. He's a shooter, you know that, right? He just straight shoots on people and gives them concussions.
1: That's that's my thing, too, but verbal concussions. Wow. Oh, yeah. Is the Taj Mahal one of the eight wonders of the world?
0: I do not know.
1: I don't think so. Because then if it was, then I would take back that thing, because then I would group him in the same group as China, and I don't want to put China in. Poor China. Anyways, Dad Shane.
0: Dad Shane comes out, and he is going to address the state. Of the SmackDown Women's Division. So he brings out Naomi, Becky Lynch, Natalya, and Carmella
1: dad Shane the dad of opportunities
0: and all of a sudden at one point during this whole thing James Ellsworth grabs the mic from Shane McMahon oh my god and I laughed a very very hard Shane gets the mic back and then he starts to run down the list he doesn't
1: get the mic back Naomi takes the mic from Ellsworth and then gives it back to Shane and said Shane you were saying please tell me who is joining us on this awesome roster and he was like thank you after she, like, straight up, like, scared the shit out of Ellsworth. I mean, not, not, not
0: hard to do. What? Not hard to do, scare him.
1: Well, she she just said, like, she, she's like, she made a joke about, like, checking his chin or something like that, which was really funny. Chin check-in? Chin check-in. It was very funny. And I was like, you go, girl. You're great.
0: So Shane has the mic. He starts to run down the lists of this person's Um, father their accolades and all the cool things they've done, and And I had known
1: beforehand before I watched it who was going and I knew where it was going, but I knew how disappointed people were going to (laughs) be.
0: And out comes Tamina (laughs) snooker the biggest troll job from Shane McMahon, and you're like, all right. i Okay, I get, that's cool. I guess even
1: even JBL was like, "That was not what I was expecting." And Shane just was like, "Yeah, that's not what you guys were expect expecting either." But what if
0: <laughs> he then says, "Oh, you guys want more? Well, here's Charlotte Flair." So Charlotte Flair is now also on SmackDown, and Steph. Yeah, that's the women's division now. Actually, uh, that's not all the women's division. We'll we'll get we'll get there to a in a little bit. But We, we can all, just
1: say it now, can't we?
0: Yeah, Lana is joining SmackDown, and it looks like she is going out on her own, at least just in, she's going to wrestle.
1: She's a, She's got her Fandango gimmick.
0: Yeah, she's got her Fandango gimmick, and she's going to wrestle, and it's going to be cool, I think. Yee. Hopefully. That being
1: said, Rusev didn't even get an introduction, just an announcement well, that he was going to be on SmackDown.
0: Because he's hurt right now yeah so motherfucking handsome rusev is gonna be on smackdown i'm very excited about that uh i guess sin Cara is gonna be on smackdown too i guess that's fine
1: smackdown in around the world
0: yeah he's gonna be smackdown in around the world nice <laughs> that was good that was very i'm good. not
1: proud of that one you know what else i'm not proud of what The fact that the VOD villains are now singular and they're still, and that gimmick is still a thing.
0: VOD villain Aiden English has returned to his NXT roots and is now singing. And I, for one, am fine with it.
1: (laughs) So obnoxious.
0: He got the spotlight. It's great. I love it.
1: so obnoxious. A spotlight to just spotlight his paleness
0: (laughs) yeah totally
1: it's like if you if you spotlight put a spotlight on jack gallagher it would just be like a giant beam of light
0: do you know what's so funny when he started he would
1: get beamed up to the enterprise
0: when he started singing some of the people were like oh and kind of like you almost heard like a golf clap like oh he can sing (laughs) idiots like they didn't know (laughs) they were like oh my goodness and then we get the perfect 10 ty dillinger and let me tell you, every time I see Ty now, I just you're get just
1: forgetting the button today, man. <sighs> you just made the list.
0: Anyway, every Thank time you. you're welcome. <laughs> every time I see Ty Dillinger, uh, a part of me just become. I'm just very happy. It makes me very happy that he's on SmackDown. That he's on the main roster now. It's just. It's great. I'm very happy for him.
1: Yeah, and it's a great place for him to be, too.
0: Definitely. And he and Aiden English had a little match, and Ty Jollinger won. And then uh, here comes, you know, Dolph Ziggler. I mean, we have the Lana thing. We already talked about that.
1: I was fully prepared to skip this until I saw Shinsuke and even then I still skipped
0: it. Dolph Ziggler comes out and he's like, Hey, superstars are shaking they're shaking it up and I'm here and who cares? And then Shinsuke comes out and he's like, Oh, I don't know who you are and the crowd went they dude, they were going fucking ape shit for Shinsuke. It was amazing. It's so Cool. And he's like, Oh, I'm Shinsuke Nakamura. And then he was like, Oh, okay, and like tried to kick him and Shinsuke like uh he like pushed him over and then Dolph, did some
1: Shinsuke things.
0: Yeah, and then Dolph left the ring. And I I'm fine with this being Shinsuke's first main roster thingy thingy do that he does. So thingy do. Yeah. Yep. It's been a oh my long God. day.
1: Main event for number one contender. No, no, now.
0: no. No, no, no. Really? You missed one huge important part. It was what another. Did I, miss? It, I, it was, I watched the whole thing. It was another roster shakeup, and it was announced that The New Day is also oh, yeah. coming to SmackDown. Oh, yeah. And Biggie, I said, did you see his tweet? No, I did not.
1: He said, honestly, I'm just excited. To be able to be on talking smack, so I can say things that are inappropriate.
0: Yes, I did see that. Okay. Yes. Or
1: something along those if, lines.
0: If anything, talking smack gains. Let's just go down the the list. Talking smack gains. Kevin Owens, the New Day, and Handsome Rusev. That to me is just good. It's good enough.
1: Yeah, because I feel like all of the New Day combined equals one Miz.
0: Yes, but the, I mean, then they won't be mean to da- Daniel Bryan
1: but then again but the <laughs> I honestly just love the Usos with Daniel Bryan. That's the funniest thing. Rusev will be mean to Daniel Bryan.
0: Oh, yes, he will. Definitely.
1: For sure. So at least there's somebody that is. But
0: Oh, and Kevin Owens will be super mean. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, Kevin Owens doesn't know how to be nice, man.
0: I actually missed. There was a I guess Kevin Owens was the first person on Talking Smack. And he he walked on the set and took his shoes off and threw them.
1: Yeah. And then they were sitting on the corner of it. And that's when it got really uncomfortable when he tried to bring up the fact that Renee and Dean got married. And, like, Shane is, like, awkwardly adjusting with the shoe, like, on the table.
0: Yeah. Ridiculous. It's so funny. So, as you were saying, the main event to determine the number one contender for the United States Championship. Big banter, Corbin, taking on Sami Zayn, taking on the phenomenal AJ Styles. I rather enjoyed this match.
1: I rather very much did so. I love the working chemistry between Zayn and Styles a lot.
0: Oh yes. We are like, uh, going to get some fun things coming out of this shakeup for sure. That
1: match was like between the three people that I called it the bumpin, and sliding and bouncing match to the US title.
0: <laughs> the I'm sorry, the bumpin, and sliding
1: and bouncing.
0: And bouncing. The bumpin, and sliding and bouncing match.
1: <laughs> because AJ Styles bumps like a motherfucker. Baron Corbin loves to just slide around the ring posts and get back in the ring again. And then Sami Zayn's thing is he just bounces everywhere.
0: Fair. that I wish that was the subtitle for this match.
1: <laughs> Bump slides and bounces AJ the US title. Yes. The only way that Baron Corbin will ever make it off of my shit list of shitheads is if he roasts the crap out of JBL in a shithead versus shithead battle. <laughs>
0: Okay. well, I don't know. I'm putting
1: that out there. There there is hope for Baron Corbin. Other than the tweet he did last week about being honked at the very second a light turns green. Did you see that?
0: I did see that. Yes.
1: Oh, my God. For those of you who did not, he did a tweet that said people who honk the second a light turns green. I will sit here until it turns yellow. So you get stuck at the light again, (laughs) which I thought was very funny.
0: Big banter. Don't care. He also said, "The that's great, the world needs ditch diggers about the Undertaker. <laughs> so, immediately, number one. Numero uno, number one favorite. AJ Styles becomes the new number one contender, and we will either see a rematch between Chris Jericho and AJ Styles, or the thing we will most likely see is Kevin Owens taking on AJ Styles, which will be amazing. Yeah.
1: I don't like, both of those, Yeah. That would be great. Honestly, like AJ pairing up with anybody is pretty great. Like that match was very good.
0: Yes, and banter
1: shithead aside.
0: Also, it it also means that we will probably at some point eventually get Shinsuke and AJ. Which is
1: fucking great.
0: Very exciting. So, two oh five live? Yes. I have the button ready now.
1: Okay, perfect. You need to have it ready.
0: So we opened the show. With the Brian Kendrick taking on Mustafa Ali. You
1: just made the list. Frickin' Babe City with that one. Did you notice that Kendrick was wearing his bola tights?
0: Oh, was he? No, I didn't.
1: He was wearing, actually, now that I think about it, they were the same fabric as his bola tights, but not the same ones. And to be fair, I understand why he would do that if Chuck Taylor shoved his thumb up his butt, then I would get rid of those two. Yeah. If anybody missed that. But it was the same pa- the, the same fabric. And I, oh man,
0: uh, super I, great. I thought the match <laughs> was pretty good. We had Drew Gulak on the phone for some reason. I don't...
1: Being the WWE equivalent to a mother-in-law?
0: Yeah, basically.
1: Dude, Mustafa Ali got busted open.
0: In his mouth, right?
1: Dude, he was bleeding everywhere. Yeah. Like, did he legit get his tooth knocked out?
0: He may have.
1: He, like, Mustafa Ali, like, dude, remember Tony Nice. Me neither.
0: Who? Anyways, oh, my Mustafa God. Tony Nice wasn't on this the show. Real, what? He wasn't on the show.
1: I know, but you shouldn't remember him anyway because he's boring as hell. Mustafa Ali is the real premier athlete. True. He is the best at dying in matches. He's he actua- the Cesaro of the cruiserweights. Like, he's super good and can make everyone look good.
0: Yeah, I 100% agree. Yeah. Uh, Tozawa pulling a fast one, ringing the bell when the bell is not asked to be rung. And He's such
1: a happy little troll.
0: Yes, he is. Must- <laughs> Mustafa Ali picks up the win over the Brian Kendrick, and Tozawa laughs and runs away.
1: No, he barks a bunch and then runs away.
0: That, that as well. Yeah. We had a backstage segment between the new nasty TJ Perkins.
1: The prepubescent 32-year-old.
0: And the gentleman Jack Gallagher. That was a thing. TJP's Dude, evil now. Playing
1: Playing the Neville's advocate.
0: Neville's? Okay, that was funny. Come on. That was great. Neville's advocate.
1: I almost thought I misheard him. And then I was like, wait, that And he actually I noticed I realized that I didn't mishear him because he made it more than obvious with his his eye movements when he said the pun
0: <laughs> and his like little smirk afterwards.
1: Like he was way too proud of himself.
0: Yes, he really was.
1: But when he talks, I immediately I'm like, dude, how old is he? He's 32 and he sounds like extremely little.
0: <laughs> she is extremely little.
1: like like i had said he's a prepubescent 32 year old
0: very true this next match had me laughing hysterically
1: crying
0: we had rich swan taking on shane matthews
1: johnny ocean that name is terrible but also very suitable for a shane matthews personality
0: um i also laughed very hard when they chanted we don't know you
1: that's what they were chanting? Yes. I was going to say, I feel like they were chanting something rude, and I don't even want to know what it was. Well, that's but what it was. We don't know. Tom, here. Tom was like saying something about him being loud. Yes, he's so and loud. They're being loud. And he, Corey, Corey was like, we're in Boston, Tom. And Tom said, you can hear him in New York. <laughs>
0: yes, it was pretty funny.
1: If you guys don't know who freaking Johnny Ocean is, it's Shane Matthews from 3.0. One of the Jamokes, which Corey dropped the name again. And if this was – I would have fucking lost my mind if this was Scott Parker. I would have lost my mind. But Shane got a kick out in that match. He did. It wasn't even a squash match. It was great. He actually did really well. Like he was doing like hard-hitting shit. I was like, you go, Shane. You scream in his face. You eat those pepperoni sticks. Did you hear what Tom Phillips said about uh, Shane's ring gear being very oddly reminiscent of Corey's <laughs> of ring gear?
0: And Corey's just no- he no sold it. He didn't even say anything.
1: Did you see the close? Yeah, I know. Isn't that great? That I love their relationship. I really do. Did you see the close up at the end of that of the guy in the Matt Riddle shirt?
0: I don't believe I saw it. No,
1: it was there was a close up at the end after he won. Spoiler alert: Shane Matthews did not win that match.
0: Bummer. No, he did not. Uh, Rich Swan won it with a beautiful Phoenix Splash.
1: Yeah, it was gorgeous. I think
0: he might have the best one, honestly.
1: Uh, this, this, it is. It's very gorgeous. This particular episode of 205 Live is just a giant gift fest. There's so many moments in this 205 Live that I just need them to be in a GIF. And when I say that, I mean coming up after he wins that match. Do you have the button ready? No MDR. You just made the list such an awkward silence there that smug dance he did when he Alicia did a dance? came out
0: Oh, I when Alicia came out I didn't When
1: yeah. she came out he was like the camera pan back to him and he was doing like this smug little jig like kind of short dance thing and I was like I need that shit as a gift right now like clapping emoji in between all of my words
0: Did you but find the, it
1: No, I did. I didn't have a chance to look for it cuz I was still like watching everything oh. But anyways, Noam Dar comes out, and he's still trying to take credit for all the things that Rich Swann has sent Alicia Fox. And she comes out, and she said some funny-ass shit. I can't remember what it was.
0: Stop looking at me, Swan.
1: No, it was something when she was walking to the ring, and it was hilarious. But um, anyways, Swann sends another package, and Noam Dar tries to take credit for it, and it's just full of, like, talcum powder. And it opens it, and it goes cocaine.
0: all over her face. It's just full of cocaine.
1: Full of coke. Which she definitely does not need.
0: Main event. No, she does not at all.
1: At the the end of it, though, when she was like super upset and he was like trying to apologize and he looked really helpless and she's like screaming and running around. He does this like he's trying not to like like he has the box, but he's also trying to do like the don't hate me. And he's doing this desperate, like making a heart with his hands gesture. Like, oh my god, I fucked up, don't kill me, and he's doing, like, this heart thing. It was so funny, and I was like, I need that as a gift, because I will use that hardcore.
0: Oh, man. Main event time?
1: Wait, you missed the Dasha and Austin segment.
0: Oh, where Austin Aries was eating a banana?
1: He was eating the banana. oh love And it. he said that TJ Perkins was uh, showing an extreme lack of judgment, which is to be expected from someone who still dabs in 2017.
0: <laughs> that was very funny i was like good lord way to be on topic so
1: mean but he talked about being around like i've been around the game for a long time but he was saying it when criticizing somebody whose career is actually longer than his yeah like two full years longer than his
0: yeah but and then
1: at the end he dabs with a banana and then walks away and i was like my life right now it was
0: (laughs) it was good stuff so main event time we had tj perkins taking on the gentleman jack gallagher professional
1: gentleman of leisure
0: yes oh that was great i really liked that i thought this match was it was fine it was well and fine
1: it was it was the way Corey said it to professional gentleman of leisure (laughs) yes jack gallagher dabbing is another thing I need is a gift.
0: Oh, my God. Everyone it was just, is just a giant
1: gift fest. Like, good Lord.
0: Everyone is just dabbing the night away. TJP. That
1: match was good, but it was also very long.
0: Yes, it was very long. I looked at the time when I, That's a bad
1: sign when you have to look at, when you look at the time to see when it's over. No,
0: I, I looked at the, when the entrances started and I went, good God, we have over 20 minutes left in this show
1: it was insane
0: it was very long but i mean that's also cool that they're giving them the time to do shit but yeah you know probably could have fit another match in there randomly yeah all right so nxt this is the aftermath i think this was the first taping they had that was actually in full sale after mania yes and We have a new song. I actually didn't, I skipped the song, so I don't, I haven't heard it, but apparently it's quite bad.
1: Yeah, it is really bad.
0: Uh, Which is very disappointing.
1: Because it doesn't have the laser pew noises.
0: Yeah, where are the laser pew noises? What's the point? (laughs) The the laser, remember when I thought I was going crazy when I heard those? yes i was like did they change something and i can't remember who said it i feel i I feel feel like it was holland it was somebody that was like yeah it did change you're not crazy and i went oh thank god (laughs) so we had Corey hollis taking on alistair black in who
1: they show his name in the weird letters at the bottom too when he comes out and i was like yeah freaking out about that
0: i love it it's so good and this we
1: seen someone get murdered on tv before in real time
0: uh, i mean we did we did this week yeah my god
1: that kick i think i peed a little
0: <laughs> black mass one two three that's it for cory hollis the most
1: brutal kick yes like, from any camera angle that didn't even need any camera tricks at all like it was so fucking brutal
0: i'm just i'm very excited that we're building up the former tommy end and yeah just couldn't happen to a so cooler dude excited. he's so nice if i skip over anything just let me know
1: um you haven't so far well
0: i mean that was the only thing that happened uh yeah. diy taking on i uh, so let's just call them jamokes
1: i'm just gonna call them uh vince neal from motley crew and the cave troll from harry potter
0: wow perfect Per, I know, right? Perfect though. I mean, they're not jobbers. They're in NXT so they've been signed for a reason. So
1: <laughs> Really? They signed Vince neal
0: Yeah, they did. <laughs> DIY gets the Deuce, the win After the
1: Cave Troll does a Brian Cage and I was like, "Yawn. Seen it 10 million times."
0: <laughs> uh, we then had a bit of a rematch. I mean, not in NXT. The, a,
1: a bit of a rematch.
0: We had R- Ruby Riot taking on Kimberly, and I'm not sure how to say her last name. Is it F- Frankly?
1: The the announcer said Frankly, but then the commentators kept saying Frankel. Frankel. So it's one of those.
0: It's one or the other. One of these things is not like the other.
1: And her, it's her actual name.
0: Yes. So. I mean, I'm sure she will not... Go by that. Well, you know what? She may. We don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not hard to say. And it's definitely not an Oni Lorkin, which we'll get to. But (laughs) Kim's music is great. I really liked it. Yes. That being said, poor Kim, that was basically jobbing. (laughs) For now. Yeah. I think people aren't going to understand her gimmick until she actually dances. The only dance related thing she did was when she did the splits. So. Yeah,
0: that was pretty much the only dance related thing that happened.
1: But she was a ballerina and she has a, a degree in dance. So,
0: well, we all which I didn't know was a thing. We all know how much WWE enjoys dancing gimmicks. Yep. So oh, we goodness. shall see. We then had the main event. Well, I guess not really. We forgot really the to main mention event.
1: Nikki Cross coming out and just being there for no reason.
0: You know, she'll just she's just there. She just likes palling around and hanging out. We had the main event.
1: <laughs> Holy moly!
0: Which was Oni Lorkin, who is just like Oni Lorkin week has it's just been extended to another week.
1: Good. I'm okay with this.
0: Taking on the returning Drew McIntyre. Marianne, thoughts on this match?
1: I had no idea that he's from the exact same town as Noam Dar. He's from,
0: is it Air, Scotland? Air? Yeah. Yeah.
1: But holy moly, those hard hits.
0: Yeah, and this that was core uh... strength
1: from when he did that sit up part from the turnbuckle. Holy shit balls!
0: Yeah, the, the yes, <laughs> uh, this match was. I mean, it, it it didn't last more than eight minutes. As you know, it's, it's a lot of fun.
1: It was perfectly fine. The length was fine. I mean, I wouldn't have minded if it was longer.
0: Yeah, definitely. I
1: wouldn't have minded at all. But the last move he did was it a knee to the head?
0: I believe it was like he a, a busted him open. Yeah.
1: And I mean, if anyone is qualified to deal with a head wound or a bleeding wrestle in general, it is Drake Younger. Yes. So very that's true. lucky.
0: Yeah. Very, very lucky.
1: Drake Younger, who has had the most brutal injuries in wrestling matches, like super glues his skin back to his body. And it comes open and his entire pectoral muscle is showing as he walks backstage. Gross. Yeah. Fun story with that one. Chuck Taylor almost threw up. It's that viral video of him scaring the three kids in a row and making them cry. Literally, right before he goes out to do that, he's about to puke because Jake Younger went to the back and had his whole pec muscle showing.
0: That's gross.
1: Fun fact. With Marianne on Oof. Chuck Taylor. Gross. But yeah, that was NXT.
0: That was NXT. Well, we had the Nakamura send-off, you know.
1: Oh, yeah, we did, but I didn't go through that because, I mean, it, all of it already happened.
0: Yeah. You know, he was like, hey, thanks for the stuff, and everyone was like... Yeah, cool. And he like, All right, bye, yow. And that was the end of that.
1: <laughs> Bye, yow.
0: <laughs> we got a we got a bunch of questions, so let us let us get to those. I think those.
1: we've had more questions before.
0: I feel like this is the most questions we've ever had. Oh wow. You know, I don't know. So Mel asks, given Finn Balor's recent string of in ring injuries, is it fair to say he might be the most star crossed wrestler in WWE history? If not, who is? Oh, I can answer this question. Starcross? I believe I don't think Starcross was the right That's I think not, it was, I was snake bit. Was a snake bit? I think is the phrase That's he was looking right. for. Starcross
1: doesn't make isn't the right term, I don't think.
0: Well, I mean, we all can't be perfect.
1: But we understood it by context. Yes. So, it's all good.
0: I would say uh Ken Anderson is the most snake bitten wrestler in WWE history. He was well on his way to becoming a huge star but he just got hurt so much in wwe that they just they let him go and he never got his his big chance
1: cesaro was getting hurt a lot at one point too remember
0: yes but i mean cesaro's still around yeah so i mean that's remember they
1: said that was the reason why they didn't take they didn't draft him higher because he kept getting hurt and i was like fuck you
0: yeah so that's why um that's why i would think it would be ken anderson or mr ken it was it kennedy or is it always mr anderson it was mr kennedy he was mr kennedy in wwe so that's why i say it is because he got injured so much that they're just like ah forget it and got rid of him but he still has a career so whatever that's um jay tyler over under on jbl being fired marianne your thoughts
1: jbl is a piece of shit but will as he- somebody as somebody who suffers from a mental disorder and someone who is severely verbally bullied and treated that way, that he supposedly treats people, that's fucking bullshit. I'm for it, but it's not likely to happen because he's so praised within the company.
0: Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Yeah. And then that I,
1: the news of being that one fan getting kicked out for having a sign that said Fire Bradshaw. Yes. And then the crowd was chanting fire Bradshaw, which I think is great.
0: I mean, we'll see. I just read, I read something on our board that said WWE is trying to settle with Morrow. But the, I think there was some wording that he couldn't talk about the JPL situation.
1: Which is like, that's, that's not even settling. That's like not even. It it basically admits
0: that they know that he's a piece of shit, but they don't want to fire him over it.
1: It's like having a really shitty teacher that has tenure and you can't get rid of him.
0: Yeah, I mean, but this is this is very, very reminiscent of the Hugh Morris situation where he was being a giant piece of shit in NXT and enough people started saying stuff and they were like, all right, we got to get rid of this guy. So maybe we we just got to wait a little while and maybe we'll finally get rid of him.
1: Well, somebody posted something like it's it's getting a lot of attention from different places. And there's so many people that are coming out to say he's an absolute dickhead. Like Matt Hardy yeah. was like, he's a fucking bully. Like he's an asshole. He's a bully. He will just he's just a dick. And I am all for it, to be honest. Like I'm all for it. So give we'll, it a shake up. Give somebody else a new chance. Like he's just a piece of shit. I yeah, can't stand him. I
0: would be. I would be 100% fine. The over under. I don't know. I would say if I, you want a percentage, I'm going to say it's a uh, 65% chance that he gets fired.
1: I like that chance so far.
0: He also asks, "How do you feel about Nakamura's new font? If you didn't notice, they changed." nakamura's font on his entrance video and i for one actually do not like it i like the old i font. didn't
1: notice
0: yeah it was it was very different old fonts better and it was like black and red this one was like yellow and black or something
1: oh so you're saying it's a buttload of questions just because jay tyler put like five questions in no one question
0: jim had a bunch of questions too
1: fucking jim <laughs>
0: Uh, let's see. How do you feel the superstar shakeup affected each roster? I think if it af- you
1: look at the picture so far, Raw is taking up most of the picture.
0: From from when it was just they drafted.
1: Yeah, it was like it before. Before it was like um, it wasn't completely fifty fifty. Raw still had a little bit more people, and it was because you know how it has that picture with all of the, the the people together, and you could see kind of visually how many are on each side. Yeah. It showed that Raw had a little bit more, which makes sense because it's a longer show. But now it takes up like three quarters of the picture.
0: <laughs> it's bullshit. So how does it affect each roster? I feel like each roster maintained, if that makes sense. The only thing I, th- I think the Superstar shakeup did to improve one roster over the other is the women's division on Raw. I feel like the women's division on raw improved immensely and they could have sent, they need, they should have sent over one more woman from raw over to SmackDown.
1: It should have been Emma.
0: I agree. They should. I mean, if you, it included Emma in that, I would have been like 100% would have been like, this is an even playing field for both shows now.
1: Yeah. I would have been, I would have been okay with sending Emma over or maybe Dana Brooke, seeing as she doesn't really have anywhere right now plot wise maybe i don't know i haven't really put it through all the way but speaking really far in advance if or when Paige ever comes back do you think she's going to come back on smackdown is that why they only put charlotte over
0: um i i don't know that's (sighs) i don't i don't know about if if and when Paige is ever coming back. I'm surprised Sucks, she's still... her theme is great. I'm still surprised she's under contract, honestly. That has nothing to do with anything that was leaked or any of that stuff. It just has to do with she hasn't been around for so long.
1: I feel like they're waiting for this season of Total Divas to finish up.
0: Yeah, I mean, that could, that could be true. I don't know. She still may be hurt... I don't know. She might be planning a wedding soon. I have no idea what's going on. I just, Duh. I just don't care, really. But they, I, I feel like Dana. They they should have moved over Emma because Emma is a lot more. I don't want to say she's a lot more experienced than some of the other roster. And I'm saying that because I don't think Tamina is very good. I didn't know Tamina's how. Else, terrible. I didn't know how else to say that. But then there is. She has been gone for a while. And I know she's she has been wrestling while she's been gone. Like she hasn't been on TV. So maybe she's improved. I don't know. I'm I'll give she her She has the, some
1: good hard hits in there.
0: Yeah, I will give her the benefit of the doubt and I will this is a new fresh start for her, which is great. Uh it, he also asks what matches are you looking forward to on each roster now? Well, let's see. I'm looking forward to Sammy Zayn versus literally anyone on SmackDown.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking.
0: I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to, you know, oh man, who was it that I was like, man, I wish they had gone. It was one of the women's matches that I was like, man, I wish they had gone back to, didn't, I feel like Becky Lynch and Sasha had a really great match. And I was really hoping Sasha would get moved to SmackDown because I know she was also like another person that was like, I'd really like to go to SmackDown because that's where Eddie Guerrero well, because Shinsuke is there, and that's because where Eddie Guerrero made his his mark. Yeah, and I think that would have been super cool. But I'm I'm glad she's where she is now, just because I really want to see a Mickey James Sasha match. I think that would be great.
1: I don't know. I can't. I can't think of anything on. I mean, I guess I'm excited to what they'll with what they'll do with Rusev on SmackDown.
0: Yes. Um. There was um. Somebody asked. Who really? Uh, Jim asked who really needed to move and did, and Rusev was going to be my answer for that.
1: Sami Zayn would have been my answer.
0: Um, I think Rusev has a better chance to finally become a world champion on SmackDown more so than he did on on Raw. Definitely. I also feel the same way about Sami Zayn. So yeah. So
1: Sami Zayn is just amazing.
0: Jim also asked uh, best worst roster move for each brand.
1: Worse roster
0: hmm. I, is, I, putting I,
1: jinder mahal anywhere
0: <laughs> i almost wonder if he was stating this as like uh what hurt the each roster more like smackdown losing so-and-so and raw losing so-and-so
1: i don't i'm personally bummed that smackdown moved dean ambrose um, yeah, because I feel like on raw, he's going to get kind of, it's going to be another, not necessarily as bad as Rusev situation, but you know how he used to get like totally overshadowed all the time. Yes. And I feel like that's going to happen again. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I feel like if anybody should have moved to raw, I guess like you should have kept Dean and moved Baron Corbin. I guess.
0: Oh, okay. I was also maybe thinking Baron was going to show up on Raw. Yeah, but in, in the also other th- because
1: Corey said he wanted him to.
0: The other thing that I was kind of just bummed about is I kind of really liked the Dean Baron Corbin program we had going,
1: and then it just kind of went nowhere.
0: And that was like he they had the rematch. And Baron won, and then it was like, okay, well, that's it. We're shaking it up now.
1: But then again, the shake-up's not done.
0: Did they say it's not done?
1: Yeah, it's continuing. F- Till when? I don't know.
0: They're going to do it again next week?
1: I guess. I don't know. But when I was watching it, they were like, it's not it's not done yet.
0: Huh. That's strange. Yeah. Well, All right.
1: Which is like so confusing. It's like, if you're going to continually shake them up, it's just going to fucking turn into one brand again. Yeah. But... What was the next question?
0: Uh, which wrestlers do you have a feeling will be a surprise this year because of the shakeup? I'm going to well, say... Was the one
1: before that was who needed to move
0: who, ne- and who did. Who really needed to move and did? Sami Zayn. Yeah, Sami Zayn and Rusev. Yeah, we yeah we had mentioned that. Yeah. Um. Who? Which wrestlers do you have a feeling will be a surprise this year because of the shakeup? I would say... I'm going to say Primo and Epico. I think they fit. Yeah, I say they fit in the SmackDown tag team division quite well. I can see them having great matches with literally every team on that roster, and yeah, I think it's a good move for them. And we can I I
1: just say my answer to everything, Sami Zayn.
0: That's fine. And I, I, (laughs) I had also, I believe one of my complaints at one point was we don't we didn't have a lot of. Was it face tag teams? I feel like it was lopsided somewhere in the tag team division on yeah, SmackDown. Yeah, it it, there was too many
1: face tag... There, wait, there was too many...
0: Heel tag teams. There we was had too the, many heel tag teams. Because we had the VOD villains, we had the Usos, we had Brizonga, who are also still on SmackDown. Thank God. So, I mean, I guess we get another heel tag team, but whatever.
1: You're still a heel tag... Well, if you're a jobber, does that make you a heel tag team? Yes. Okay just on
0: default. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Jim also asked how will the Intercontinental title play into things on Raw versus being in line for facing Lesnar whenever he shows up. So, I guess he's I'll just answer this how I think he worded it. I will say the Intercontinental title will become much more important over time because as long as Brock has the the world or the I'm sorry, the Universal Championship, it's he's not It's stale as
1: hell because he's not going to defend it. He's
0: not going to defend it all the time. So the IC title is going to play a very important part, I feel, going forward.
1: Also, it followed The Miz and Miz touches things and makes them great.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's one person I think was the, if we're going back to the worst brand move, I feel like moving The Miz off of SmackDown was a bad idea.
1: It was a terrible idea because also he was great on Talking Smack and his feeding along with the daniel bryan thing yes you know like just moving moving like i feel like i'm not surprised that they moved miz but at the same time i really liked him on smackdown i feel like he provided kind of a balance between the good guys and like the severe heels when it comes to the the way that uh shane and daniel bryan work because he was just a comedic joke heel Yes. And I feel like that was really good with the way it worked with the way that Shane and Daniel Bryan manage and run things. When you take Miz into a Stephanie and Kurt Angle environment, it won't really play as well, I don't think.
0: Yeah, definitely. I agree. Because
1: they're too serious and hard-hitting, and Daniel Bryan and Shane are more lighthearted.
0: Absolutely. And
1: and more patient for that kind of bullshit.
0: (laughs) Very, very true.
1: (laughs) Oh, Dad Shane.
0: (laughs) Speaking of Dad
1: Shane, do you love how Dad Kane's running for office?
0: Uh, Yeah, good for him. (laughs) That means I I don't have to see him on my television.
1: He's pulling the most Dad Kane move of all time.
0: Yes, running for office.
1: Yeah, no longer an insurance salesman.
0: No, he's moving on up in the world. Um, Jim also asks, what do you think the House of Horrors match will consist of?
1: I legit don't care.
0: I don't, I, yeah, I don't know, Jim. I don't know. I just feel like we're going to get more of that weird, the mat. Asylum into, match? The mat turns into maggots or something like that thing.
1: It'll be like that disappointing asylum match.
0: Oh, that was so bad.
1: Or Dean. They gave him too many props. There's only so many props the man can deal with.
0: Um, Brian asks, where does Strowman's ambulance lift rank in terms of worst WWE stunts?
1: You're gonna disagree with this question.
0: Um, I'd say it's it's top five, and I'd probably put it at five. I couldn't name the other four, but then that, that, I feel like the worst you know one. Worse. The worst one was, I believe, Hawk falling off of the Titantron. That's probably the worst one.
1: I think, remember when Dean Ambrose got hit in the face with a TV and it, like, exploded?
0: Yes, I do remember that. That was pretty bad. But I think he's he's more saying, like, things that, like, unbelievably couldn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know.
1: Honestly, any of those situations with Dean Ambrose in them automatically knocks it off the list because with him involved, all of those things are realistic possibilities.
0: The bus explosion one was pretty. The DX bus explosion one was pretty ridiculous. And those are the only two I can remember off the top of my head. Holland asks, "How do you feel about beef stroganoff?" And I actually it comes
1: as an MRE in the army, I actually, so therefore it's terrible. I
0: actually don't know if I've ever had beef stroganoff. What? yeah what <laughs> I don't think I've ever had it.
1: Wow, we have my stepdad was in the Army, so we have a bunch of MREs, and I know one of them is a beef stroganoff one.
0: <laughs> um, Holland also asks, and you already answered this question, so I guess you don't have to answer it again. I will. Uh, Baron Corbin's rise to the upper card, how much has he improved since NXT? Um, do you think he can hang with the company's top workers? Marianne, go ahead and say whatever you want to say. None
1: improvement. No, 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 Shouldn't have happened. I hate him. The end. I was going to continue for 20 minutes straight like I had promised in the comment, but that doesn't make for good airtime. Your thoughts, John?
0: Uh, I think Baron Corbin has improved, um, a lot since he left NXT, Um, Remember when he was just a guy? I do remember when he was just a guy. And then he started bantering the night away. And I feel like he's still not... He can hang with some of them. I feel like there was a couple of matches. I feel like some of the Dean matches were pretty good. And... I want Just to say a
1: scrappy motherfucker.
0: there was some of the. I mean, Kalisto's not a top guy, but some of the matches that he had with Kalisto were also very good. I don't care for Dolph, and I don't. We even, know this. I don't even know if any of the Dolph matches were anything to write home about. I'm trying to think of who else. There was that. I feel like there was a four way match between Corbin, AJ. Oh man, I can't remember who else was in that match. There's a really good four way match that he was in and it was super good. Was
1: it the Elimination Chamber one?
0: No, 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 no. It wasn't the Elimination Chamber one. Where he was
1: a... eliminated first by Dean. No, it was <laughs> it
0: wasn't that one. It was a different one. It was for the it was another number one contendership match. I can't remember what it was, but I also feel like that was pretty good. And I also, I enjoyed the main event from SmackDown this week, and I thought, you know. It was pretty good, yeah. So, I do see improvement. Do I think he can hang with them? Sure. I don't think he's there yet, though.
1: He's not well-rounded enough to be up there yet.
0: No. But I do see him wearing that U.S. title. Not in, in the near future. There you go. Wendell asks... He asked a sarcastic question about Tim Tebow, and um, I mean Wendell right now because Tim Tebow is signed to he's t- signed to the Mets. Ooh, the Mets just scored in the top of the sixteenth. Do that math. That's almost twenty full games, dude. Twenty full games, and Travis Darno hit a home run. There you go. So now
1: batting Mike Piazza.
0: Now batting Mike Piazza. Wendell, I don't know <laughs> if uh, the Mets currently will need Tim Tebow up on the main roster, but if he keeps. Hitting them dingers, they got to take a look at them sometime. Um, but Wendell's actual real question is: If you could shake up all of the commentary teams from Raw, SmackDown Live, Two Hundred Five Live, and NXT, who would your teams be? Marianne, I will let you take the floor.
1: Can I just have one commentary team just be three Corey Graveses, or or <laughs> no? It wouldn't. It wouldn't it, um, any any commentary team with Corey and Tom, fantastic. I think my dream one would be Corey, Tom, and Morrow.
0: Yes, but I feel like you can't let Tom, Tom can't be a second fiddle. I feel like he's got to be, he's got to be a play-by-play guy. You can't have two.
1: You can't have two play-by-play guys.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, if, Um, if we really want to go with my, my dream commentary team, it would be Morrow, Corey, and I would also throw in, I would throw in Jerry Lawler. Um, and I think I would mentioned this on the boards and yes, Jerry Lawler, for the most part, it's he's a
1: misogynistic piece of shit.
0: Yes, but I would rather have him if we're getting all the, con- you know, actually, hmm, I wonder no, he
1: doesn't ever have anything good to contribute to anything. You know
0: what? I will, I will retract my statement. I will say my dream commentary team would be Morrow, Corey Graves and Renee. <gasps> oh my God. That would be so good. I don't care what show they do. That would be great. I would rather it be SmackDown Live because why not?
1: That would be great. I would really love that if Renee was even an option for that kind of thing. I would love it to be SmackDown. But if I had to pick one of the derpy like um, commentary, because, you know, you know, your choices are you have to have you can't have uh, uh, JBL, Nigel McGinnis and Corey Graves on the same one. You can't because they're all the color ones yes so it would be you would have to have a a Byron David Otunga kind of thing so if I had to choose one of those if Renee was not an option kind of thing I think I would go with Corey Graves Morrow and Byron
0: yeah I think that's a solid that's a solid team I would also or
1: if Morrow's not an option Corey Graves Tom Phillips and Byron
0: my another commentary team I would have Nigel Byron and Tom, that would be annoying. Yeah, I wouldn't.
1: One. Yeah, because Byron Byron's annoying for the most part, but it's almost endearing.
0: <laughs> yes, he's he just does not quit.
1: Like the stuff just roll, like the 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 insults just roll right off him. And I feel like if Byron was on the same commentary team as Morrow, all the pressure would be taken off of Morrow.
0: Yeah, because Byron like, is yeah. just
1: asking for insults.
0: Yes, he is. So also,
1: his skin is so smooth
0: those are my uh i'd say those are my commentary uh
1: oh man renee on commentary would be great
0: renee was on commentary for nxt for a little while
1: Yeah, she was wasn't she you gotta go
0: back and find it and i thought she was she was fine uh,
1: you know how to be well because if you're talking about the the pre-show um table who else is always on that well if mm,
0: lita is but i don't trust her to be on commentary
1: i i would say if we were going back to like if if Austin Aries wasn't wrestling.
0: Yeah, definitely. Because
1: Austin Aries and Corey Graves were on the same commentary team, and they are both basically color commentators, and it still worked. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like he should guest more often. Still agreed. Need we need more banana
0: in the pocket thing? <laughs> definitely. So yeah, that's um, and you know why I mean, he is. I think he's currently employed by WWE. He could not be. I would not mind hearing Steve Carino on NXT as a commentator. as He would be color for sure. I don't know who his other person would be, but let's get Carino up not is, it,
1: is it, Isn't JR signed temporarily?
0: I do not know.
1: I believe he's signed temporarily.
0: I don't know what I would do with JR. I might put him on NXT just because that seems most logical.
1: I feel like that would be more of his um, flavor almost. Yeah. Going from what he's been doing.
0: Yeah, definitely. You
1: know, that or 205.
0: Yes. All right. So you got – do you have some news items that we didn't cover kind of in – I mean, we talked about the JBL thing a little bit. Biggie
1: is officiating weddings between April 20th and the 22nd in L.A. Oh. So if anybody's down – uh, you can email him and he says if you're weird email me and i'm not joking for once is what the tweet said that's great i immediately immediately what how many minutes is this in like what
0: this is we're at an hour 30 so
1: yeah yeah it's taking me an hour and 30 minutes to mention that i immediately forwarded this to tim donst
0: wow this is a new world record most times
1: for longest times yeah i did this longest but yeah he's doing that but then i also have the updated card for the Cal palace royal on may 5th at apw and they're still adding more people i did tag dan barry in a tweet saying what's a girl gotta do to get dan barry and or chuck taylor at an apw show and he was like well we work as a team and i was like oh that would be so fucking sick (laughs) but right now the card for right now there's a triple main event so there's a steel cage match between Cody Rhodes and Joey Ryan. There's an APW Universal Championship between, do you have the button?
0: Uh I, I unplugged it.
1: Damn it, Lust of the Legend, you just made the list, versus um, Adam, Thor- Adam Thornstow. So, you Reno just made Scum. the list! There we go, Reno Scum versus Reno Scum. Um, then there's a 30-man Cal Palace Royale featuring Gangrel, Bison Braddock, Willie Mack, X-Pac, the Berkeley Brawler, Judas, Almighty Sheik, Chris Masters, and Super Beast. Um,
0: and John Morrison's going to be there too. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting to that. Yeah. Um, and then there's um, Basler versus Reyes, and then there's a three way dance of John Morrison, Brian Cage, and Jeff Cobb. Nice. Yeah, and then the APW, the APW Worldwide Internet Championship is going to be Will Cuevas versus. My boy, the big fucking deal, Carl Fredericks. Um, and the special attraction match for right now is Shotzi Blackheart versus Candice LeRae. Yay. Also appearing is Pat Patterson. Yes. Um, Victoria and Brandy Rhodes.
0: Should be wrestles. a hoot and a half.
1: A hoot and a half but bison braddock is the um that guy who did like 30 freaking german suplexes in a row who stood in for adam thornstow for reno scum that one time yeah he's so good he's real small you wouldn't expect it he did so many german suplexes it was ridiculous (laughs) but yeah berkeley brawler's in it and i'm really excited and also the picture they have for it is pretty hilarious not gonna lie he's holding the scooter like it's a weapon he looks like a psycho killer
0: Psycho killer.
1: quest uh, yeah. say. Um c'est? right now, they're still updating the card. Fingers crossed I get a Chuck Taylor anywhere. I don't care.
0: Well, maybe um, you will.
1: Chuck Taylor is my boy. But yeah, that's the updated card. If anything else appears, we'll add that on there. Um, I don't think there's anything else for us to add other than... Well, PWG's in a couple. PWG next week, is right? next
0: week. Oh, man. My oh, goodness. Man, I am pretty excited. I'm
1: real excited.
0: Should be a good time. We get to see Dick Togo wrestle. Dude, what dude, an wait, honor for you.
1: Nope.
0: <laughs> um, I don't know. Trent might be in Japan. Speaking of, I still have not watched the Okada um Shibata match where apparently Okada just kicks the ever loving piss out of Okada. But Okada somehow. And you sometimes...
1: still haven't watched that video about not drinking at the New Japan show, have you?
0: Absolutely not. I have not. It's I... so
1: fucking funny. I
0: caught up on all the Flow Slam WWN stuff. Um I'm behind on progress, I'm behind on New Japan, and I still need to pester you for your um yep, my high password spots. for high yes. Spots. I will text you after we are done. Yeah. With.
1: Um. Something else I was just thinking of is I guess YouTube has changed something with any wrestling channels where everything has to be restricted because it's not, like, worthy of ads. So you can't make money off your videos or something. What? Yeah, like wrestling content stuff has all been, like, changed. So you have to make everything, like, restricted or something.
0: That's weird.
1: YouTube categorized wrestling in the not advertiser friendly slash restricted mode category and killed off um, monetization.
0: That's weird. They lost their
1: YouTube re- revenue stream, so you have to head over to Smartmark Video.
0: Wow, that's nuts.
1: Yeah, I guess it's that's news from AIW and beyond.
0: Man, that sucks for beyond. They had very good YouTube channel. Um, yeah,
1: it fucking sucks. They, you have to get everything from Smartmark now.
0: I'm sure that won't last long and they will move to a streaming service.
1: Yeah, I guess it's it's we need they need to sell 100 like I guess what happened beyond says just to illustrate how damaging this is, we would need to sell an extra 250 DVDs every month on SmartMark Video to make up the difference.
0: Yeah, oh I bet. I bet it could put the it could put companies like that out of business for sure. That's so fucked up. Yeah.
1: But anyways, that's all for news.
0: All right. So, <laughs> You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Just search Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Marianne on Twitter.
1: Uh, Sailor Moonsault.
0: Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Just search Tornado Tag Radio. Rate and review us as well. Shout out to Finally North. They do our music, soundcloud.com slash finally north. Head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com and buy one of our Tornado Tag Radio shirts. Support TTR and all of the other podcasts on the Night of the Living Geeks Network. Become a Patreon. Patreon Patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G. Huge shout-out to Chris Brazilian underscore Fury for becoming... He is our reigning and defending newest Patreon. So we appreciate that. Uh, Chris, I am super stoked to see you in July at the New Japan shows. Hooray. Yeah. So that is it for us this week. Man, you guys... I mean, we might actually not even do an episode next week because I believe we will be driving to PWG.
1: Yeah, we'll be driving unless we record and leave legitimately right after. But then you wouldn't even have time to edit anything. So we probably won't do an episode next week, I guess.
0: We'll figure it out. We're not yeah, sure we yet. Yeah, we will figure it out. So um, that's about it. So there's only one thing left to do. So, Marion, if you will.
1: Ring the bell and
0: stand up.